Our guest today is a therapist, life coach, personal trainer, musician, and the national ambassador for the Multiple Sclerosis Association of America. Welcome to the podcast, Virginia Oman. Thank you. I'm, I'm very honored to be here. Thanks for having me. And I'm very sorry that we had to restart from scratch. So I made all of my silly jokes already. I got no, it on my I, system. I love your silly jokes. And I, I and I had my silly joke before, and it was about your last name. And I um, oh. I consider it to be a good omen. So oh, well, thank you. Even though it's spelled differently. That's all right. I really love your personality and your spark. And just thank you for doing the interview with us. Sure. Tell us where you're located, because our listeners would like to probably picture just yeah. where you're at and what you see. I'm located in beautiful Asheville, North Carolina, which is a town that is surrounded by the Blue Ridge and Smoky Mountains. That's beautiful. Uh, it, it's a wonderful place to be, and it's a perfect fit for me and, and my particular personality, but it's gorgeous here. And we are in very uh, flat Ohio, and it's gray, and it's cold. I still love it, and but that's why I wear pink, because I want to bring a little color into the day. I'm so glad you do. Yeah, color is very important to me as well. And for the, for the listeners, you guys don't see, but Virginia wore a, a pink sweater with beautiful necklace, and I wore pink pants, and so we match, and I almost never wear pink, so yay. There we are. <laughs> so, Virginia, you're a therapist and a life coach. Can you tell us what led you to becoming a therapist and a life coach? Yeah, uh, it, it was kind of, it's a natural fit for me. Um, I was going to, music is my passion, and I got my undergraduate degree in music. But I decided early I didn't want to make my living doing that. I wanted to keep it kind of pure. And I'm really glad I did because later on in my life, I discovered and perfectly timed what it is that I was called here to do. And that is to help others through the life wisdom that I've been given and the gifts that probably I was born with. But I also had um, severe trauma early on in my young infancy. And uh, it really negatively impaired me for, for a long time, long time. And I was fortunate to have had some good therapists that helped get me through that and lead me forward. So I've always thought highly of therapy and I've always known it to be there but then later on in my young adulthood, people kept coming to me. They said, you know, you have something inside you that is so calm and shares so much wisdom. I'm wondering if you ever thought of becoming a therapist. And at that time, I didn't want to become a therapist because it was just the male model therapy where there's the doctor and the patient. Well, later on, by the time I got an interest in this, there was counseling psychology, which is different. It's more client and therapist, more equal relationship. And so that's when I went and got my graduate degree in. So I had that. Everything was going wonderfully. It was a perfect match for me. 
Um, I love helping people get out of a place of darkness. And then later on in graduate school, I got hit with, I was diagnosed with MS, a neurological disease that's progressive. And for the first 15 years, it was fairly nice to me and um, didn't hinder me too much. But MS is a progressive disease and eventually it caught up with me. And I was diligent and I listened to what the doctors were telling me to do. And I altered my lifestyle accordingly, took the medicines they told me to take. And I watched as my body just slowly deteriorated to the point where I ended up in a wheelchair. I had no energy. I couldn't work. I had to give up my career. And then because I couldn't work, I couldn't afford my home. So I had, my home was, was gone. Um, and I just was in a place where I knew being a progressive disease that this was gonna get, continue to get worse. So I got to the point where I really thought about, I just don't want this reality. I couldn't participate in the many activities that meant the world to me. I couldn't play my instruments anymore because I lost all the feeling in my fingers and my hands. Uh, life was just not a good scenario for me at that time. So I thought about cashing out and I got very, very close to doing that. And when you say cashing out, I do want to clarify for listeners what you mean, because because we cert we certainly as people sometimes sugarcoat things and use euphemisms or other words to kind of cover up the real severe realities. Yeah. And when you say cashing out, I just want you to say what you were thinking about and sure. how you felt. Yeah, I was all ready to end my life. I had the gun. I had everything planned. And it was right there. And it was it was horrible when you get to that place where you have no hope i learned that that's the worst feeling in the world to lose hope in having any kind of meaningful future um or want or wanting to stay on the earth and the thing was that i really did want to live I'm a very high energy person. I have so many passionate interests in my life and I wanted to live and, and participate in it all, but I couldn't. And so it was that reality I wanted to get out of. I just wanted to not be trapped anymore and know that my fate was just gonna continue to get worse. So that's why I wanted out. And at the very, very last minute, I heard a voice inside me. And what it was saying to me was, you have nothing left to lose. Listen to your body. Listen to what your body is telling you it wants and needs. And so I decided, okay, I'm going to do this. And so I devised a plan. I knew exactly what my body wanted. I've been an athlete all my life. I love extreme forms of movement and challenging myself. But the doctors had been telling me 
don't do that. Don't stress yourself. Don't do strenuous things. Do yoga or more gentle forms of movement. And that's not, that wasn't me. And even though I couldn't do any of those things because my body had deteriorated so much, I knew that that's what I was going to aim my sights for, to get back to that. And so I started, I started a plan. I started, the only place I could move was if I got into water. I used to be a long distance runner and I obviously couldn't do that. I couldn't stand up. I couldn't walk. So I started in the pool and it was exhausting and I didn't see results. I couldn't kick. I couldn't do anything, but I refused to give up and I kept at it. And I would literally mark my progress by looking on the, at the wall next to me. I always swam next to a wall and I would mark every day how many inches I was able to move forward. Sometimes I couldn't gain any inch at all. But even if I could gain an inch or two further, that was progress for me. That kept me going. And I kept going. I kept going. And I finally got to where, you know, I couldn't kick. So to get myself through the water, I actually invented my own stroke which is kind of a, like a body dolphin maneuver under the water without a kick. But that's why it took me so long. It was so slow, my movement in the water. But I refused to give up. That was the key. And I kept going and I kept going. And I finally started to see some progress. I finally started to get some energy back. And... Eventually, months later, I was able to kick. And then I was able to start doing regular strokes. So that's what I started from that point of not being able really to move at all in the water. But I didn't give up and I charted my progress and I challenged myself every day. And lo and behold, a year later, I'm swimming laps. I'm swimming laps, full laps with strokes, like four different strokes. And, and then two years later, I'm able to swim 45 minutes of continuous laps. And I just kept going from there. And I was able to start walking again. And then I progressed up to, I challenged myself all the time. I said, okay, now I want to be able to walk with lightweight hiking poles instead of being in a, always having to use a walker. And so I did that. And now I'm working on walking unassisted in my own home. And I do it every single day. Can I just say how impressed and how amazed I am that you're just such a wonderful spirit out there, just, just sharing the story because so many people lose hope. I know. And that's an excellent point. And what I found out was that was the worst state to be in. And when I had all this success starting to come, I knew, I said, all I want to do is share this with other people 
so that nobody has to go through or get into a place where they lose hope because it's so easy to, to get there. That's beautiful. I love the persistence. I love that you, despite the authorities, you know, the doctors and the, the medical community telling you, just do what we're telling you, just accept where you're at, this disease is going to get worse. You got to such a bad point where you started losing hope. And then you listened to an inner voice, inner intuition telling you, you know what? I just need to listen to my body. Yeah. I need to listen to my body. I need to let it do my own thing. And you did it. You did not confirm to what they were telling you. You did your own thing. That's right. Yeah. And I'm so glad I did that. And even though I did not see any results in the beginning, I refused to stop. That's That made all the difference because I kept going. And, you know, then I got to the point where it was several years back I thought, well, I'm walking with hiking poles now. What else do I want to be able to Beautiful. do? Beautiful. And so I thought, I want to be able to ride a two-wheel bicycle again, unassisted. Everyone said I was nuts. My neurologist said, don't even try. It's impossible for you mm -hmm. to do this because you don't have an innate sense of balance anymore. And, you know, what do you need to be able to ride a two-wheel bicycle unassisted? You need balance. But there was, again, I refused to take no for an answer. I didn't even have a bike. I had sold mine. But I enlisted the help of a bicycle store here in Asheville. And they loaned me a bike. I had to start on a child's bike, a small child's bike, because I couldn't even lift my feet up to the pedals. That's where I was. And so I had to start, they took the pedals off the bike. And for over a month, every day, I would just work on moving myself and trying to see if I could get balance and, and then continuing to move, um, to work on strengthening my legs every day. So I devised a plan for that and I worked at it. And I have to say, it took 11 and a half months working every day. I would do an hour of work before I left for work and an hour and a half when I came back from work. And 11 and a half months later, I was able to ride a two-wheel bicycle again. Wow. Uh, it was such a feeling of joy. And, you know, it just... It shows me, and it, hopefully this help inspires others. What it showed me was that we are limitless. We are limitless. And we can do amazing things. Incredible. All we have to do is believe. And in fact, I had a, um, a necklace that I wore all through those 11 and a half months it was actually a bicycle chain, a piece of a bicycle chain. And it had inscribed on it the word believe. And I wore that every day and I still have it. Um, I've written articles about this in a magazine called Best Holistic Life Magazine, which you can read online. But uh, they actually did a cover article with me for that whole issue of learning to ride a bike. But you could also 
You can also see that on my website, virginiaoman.com. You can read the article, you can see videos, there's all kinds of stuff. But the main thing was I'm sharing all this so that I'm hopefully reaching millions of people around the world so that they don't have to be stuck and feel hopeless and powerless. You're not. You're not hope without hope. You're never without hope and you're not powerless. You have so much power and you just need step-by-step. Oh, speaking of step-by-step instructions, I want to make sure that I let you all know that I just completed a master class that online you can take a series of master classes with me step-by-step. It's called Your Path to a Happier Life. And I share with you the actual steps to take to live with much more joy and fulfillment than ever before. And you can, if you go to my website, virginiaoman.com, O-M-A-N.com, and look at the top banner under programs, it'll take you right to it. And you can look at it and, and see if that's something that would be workable and helpful. I, I made it very affordable in all different forms of payment possibilities so that anybody you know, or most people can utilize this. And I'm hoping, you know, everything I'm doing is to help. And I, I have a podcast of my own on YouTube and I'm just getting, trying to get this out there every it's a, day. It's a beautiful message. And listeners, you you can't see what I see, but um, it's the light shining on Virginia as she's talking. And the sun must have came up as she started doing the podcast with us. And I think it's just, you know, God, the universe is telling you guys she's special. You know, the light is shining on her. The light is shining through her. Listen to her. And the hope message that she has for you guys is is unbelievable. I totally, completely, 100% agree. The worst place in life that you can be in is to lose hope. And she's telling you, do not ever lose hope. You are limitless. That's literally, I cannot, I cannot even highlight that even any more than that. But um, thank you so much for sharing all of these messages. Sophie uh, has one more question over here. You're a personal trainer and you believe in the magic of movement. And I wanted you to kind of define what the magic of movement, what that means to you. Thank you. Great question. Movement is key. If, If you want, if anybody wants to change their state of being, and improve it. There are two very important ways you can do that that are very fast, fastest of all. Number one is move your body. And I'm talking about really moving it, moving it as in walking, even if that's all you can do. If you can't walk, start where I did in the pool. Um, Moving is key. Our bodies are meant to move. And so many of our psychological, emotional, as well as physical ailments have started and increased because we're not moving anymore. It's incredible. 
The other thing, the other part of that that I'm going to slip in is I think our connection with nature outside, the outside world is so critical and we've lost that connection. We're always inside. And so if you can combine moving with being outside, you've got a double amount of power. So every morning and every evening, I am out with my with my hiking poles. If I need for some reason to use a walker, I'll use my walker. I don't care. But I'm out there moving. And boy, it's incredible. Um, I also, uh, the second way, the second fastest way to change your state is gratitude, to focus on what you're grateful for. So I combine all of this. I move outside and while I'm moving, I'm focusing on all the things I'm grateful for at the same time. And I'm looking up and I'm looking at the sky and the trees and I'm appreciating the blood flowing through my muscles. I'm feeling the wonderful cold, crisp air of winter <laughs> and so many gratitudes. And I'm telling you, if you start and end your day doing that, things change. You really will jump jumpstart your life. So so in the new year, everyone wants to do some new things, right? Um, can you highlight for folks what you think would be best for them? Like maybe some some advice, like what can they do to change their life to put it on the right tracks? Those two things, I'd say more than anything. Uh, move add movement into your day, schedule it in. And the best time, the most powerful time for your body for movement is in the early morning. And I always tell folks that they say, well, I can't get that, I can't get up that early. I said, well, you know, the, the if you want to get up earlier, just go to bed for seven days beforehand, 20 minutes earlier each night. And at the end of that, you've already gained over an hour of time that you can utilize in the morning. There's magic in the morning. Movement is magic, but it's even more so in the morning when you're out seeing the sunrise and the beautiful colors in the sky. Oh my God, it's a gift. I considered it, I consider it sacred time. I really do. Um, so that focusing on gratitude and another thing they can do, considering it's January, think to yourself, what do I want? What do I want for myself this year? Brainstorm, think out of the box. Nothing is too big. And then make a plan for how to get there step by step, break it into small steps that you can take, even if it's only 20 minutes a day, movement towards that goal, whatever it is. And if you are consistent and have belief, you will get there and you'll be in such you you can get to places you never ever thought possible. I'm I'm living proof of that. 
beautiful message. I just feel that listeners are going to benefit from your amazing story, and we're going to put all of your information in the notes for the episode, and we're going to share it in the newsletter as well. And we just love the spark for life that you have. And um, thank you so much for doing the interview with us. Um, You're more than welcome. And I encourage anybody, I'm easy to get in touch with. I encourage you to reach out. Uh, if you want to work with me, I you can have a free consultation with me over the phone. I really try to be extremely accessible because this is my mission. This is my passion to share this with others and help people live a more joyous and uh, meaningful life. And you can do this. Uh, you can get to places you never thought possible. I think the timing of this interview is really great too, because like you said, it's the new year. Goal setting can be really difficult for a lot of people. There's all this pressure, you know, you wake up on January 1st and everything changes, you know, that's the, what the media wants you to think. <laughs> but you, but you told us how we can sustainably set goals and change things like getting up earlier. 20 minutes seems doable versus an hour. So you just slowly yeah, 20 make minutes changes. for six days over time will give you over an hour of time that you can right. utilize in the morning. Right. I mean, that's a gift. Um, also, I just want to say in my masterclass that people can purchase if they're interested, I do a whole thing on goal setting. So perfect. Beautiful. And to end it, if you can just share once more where everyone can find you. Sure. My website, Virginia O-Man, O-M as in Mary, A as in Apple, N as in Nancy. So it's virginiaoman.com. And there's lots, you know, I have podcasts. I have, I tell my full story on on there, um, there's videos of some of my accomplishments, all kinds of things to look at on that website. I encourage them to take the time to do that, but there's also my contact information and they can book a free consultation call with me right there. Um, they have all kinds of ways to get in touch with me. Beautiful. Amazing. Thank you so much again. I just feel like it's it's a uh, a wonderful timing as well. It's for first of January, and I feel like you got so much good information out in the episode, and people can find you, and they can find even more. So we just thank you so much for sharing and for being out there and living your life in this guided way where you listen to yourself and your intuition and look at the story and the outcomes. Like that's just limitless. You're, you're the living proof of that. Thank you for that. Oh, you're more than welcome. That's, that's why I'm here. That's why I think I'm on the earth and I'm happy to do this. I think we all, each one of us have a gift that we were born with and to share with others. And that's the, for me, that's the meaning of life is to share and to help other people. So thank you both for what you do, because your work is so necessary to get these kind of messages out there and help heal the world one person at a time. But the airwaves are powerful to be able to do that. So thank you for your work. 
and your insightful questions. I Thank appreciate you. it. Thank you. Um, it's going to take me a minute to take it all in. Um, I have a little hard time accepting positive things. I still work on that, but I'll be taking some time after the episode to really process what you said. Okay. And um, we send you so much love all the way to North Carolina. Thank and you. We wish you a wonderful day. Thank you so much, both of you. Thank you. Best health and best to everybody who's listening. Yes, Thank absolutely. Thank you so much, Virginia. Bye. Bye.